The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. I mean, kind of excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I actually got to meet our guest last month at my wise LA dinner, sat across from her, might be one of the coolest 27-year-olds that I know. We, I have to admit, I know. as a Gen Xer, we may need that Gen Z point of view about what's cool about our guest today is that she's actually a cusp millennial and Gen Z. Cusp millennial and Gen Z. She is cool. Honestly, you guys, she is, she's a net girl. We, we love a net girl. She started off as a YouTuber, a host. She's now an actress, a really good one. And recently she founded her newest obsession, Cycler, which we are going to talk about. It's really cool. It's really amazing. She is kind of an expert. I mean, I'm just going to say beauty, wellness, fashion, fitness, triple threat, Claudia. Okay, you guys, we're going to talk new year, new you, fitness routines, wellness checks, staying motivated. And this delicious, beautiful cream that I am obsessed Cycler. with. She just started this new and incredible skincare line, which we're obsessed with. And we're going to talk all about it. But let's, let's just start off with you've really made it. If you're coming on our podcast and we're over 40, you have hit the young, <laughs> the middle, and now tend to be the, the older. The, the middle. We're still middle. We're middle. We're still, we're we're middle. Absolutely middle. We're still we're middle. middle. Absolutely. Will you just tell our listeners who don't know you or their kids know you how you started? Because you are pretty incredible. I mean, you have over 2 million followers on Instagram. You have 2.5 million subscribers. Shows an incredible channel that consists of fashion choices, beauty routines, travel, interior design endeavors. You really are what I said about like being that it girl. Okay, for starters, this introduction was so sweet, you guys. <laughs> I am blushed. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to also be doing this podcast, you guys. And I'm obsessed I'm with the bike line. I'm obsessed it's, with this oh, game. It's I'm like so good. I, I was slathering my legs on yes. uh, before you walked in, in case you can smell it. <laughs> I've got the wise body oil on right now. By well, that's the a good way. mixture. We are just loving it all. The feeling is very mutual. It's a love fest. Okay, so for those of you listening who, yes, have are, are new. I started making YouTube videos at the age of 13. So this was back in 2009 when YouTube wasn't necessarily necessarily a thing yet. No one had turned it into their careers. I don't think anyone was really making that much money off of it. And I started it purely for just the interest in video making and editing. And I was just one of those kids that like loved the computer and loved making videos with my friends. And just getting like super, yeah, into that. And I think as a female to recognizing this space that YouTube was at that time, and a lot of female creators did make fashion, makeup, those sorts of videos. And I've always been quite feminine and love all those categories. And so that's sort of the route that I took. And it's now, I think, officially hit 14 years, wow. which is wild from like the day that I created my channel to... I think a couple days ago, I hit my 14-year anniversary, which is wild. I've 
And what was that first video? The first video, I believe, was a blue eye makeup tutorial using my mom's expired eyeshadow palette with probably my fingers. Like, I did not know what I was doing. Were you always comfortable in front of the camera? I mean, you know, in some ways, because no one was watching when I started, I had so much time to get comfortable. You know, I think at that point, too— yeah, it, it was just like the just the interest of like, I don't know, chatting with someone. I don't know who I thought I was. I was chatting to no one. I mean, that's really <laughs> what it was. I wasn't talking to anyone when I started. And so I think that I feel like if we're thinking about the space and how it's evolved, I feel like back then there was so much room to grow mm-hmm. and make mistakes and sort of figure out what sorts of things you're comfortable sharing online, what sorts of things you want to talk about. Like, I feel very grateful I started when I did because I had that long grace period. And I think now, obviously, social media is so big. Someone can post a TikTok not thinking anything of it, and suddenly it goes viral, and they're known for that one moment, you know? And so I just think, like, the virality was, like, kind of non-existent back then. So it really allowed for me to just figure— Can I swear on you? Yeah. Figure my shit out, you know, before it really mattered. And so it started off as a hobby and just continued to make YouTube videos in my bedroom and kept doing it through high school. And I think as the years went on, just certain things kept kind of validating this hobby of mine, getting to work with certain brands and then fly to New York and do things for Fashion Week and it was very wild. Well, you be, you, beca- you became your own content creator. You yeah. be- you became your own director, actress, model. You mm-hmm. you became almost kind of what you started. Like you started, but you didn't even know who you were then. No, exactly. Was there one moment? Because you say you started and you were talking to no one. Was mm-hmm. there one moment where you realized, holy shit, now I'm talking to a lot of people? Like, what was it? What was that moment? And what do you think? made people catch on and tell their friends to start mm. following you? I think it was when I started meeting viewers of mine in person. Ah. And it's sort of still this way, but like certain, like if I go shopping for some reason at the mall, that's a that's a hot spot. <laughs> I'm running into someone who's watched my videos. And at this point now, you know, have grown up watching my videos. And so I think when I started getting recognized in person, that was really wild. And that's an interesting dynamic, just like the para, what is it called? Parasocial relationship, I think, mm-hmm. where it's where someone can feel very close to you because they follow you online. And mm. that was very interesting. But that was sort of like the first moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, OK, <laughs> I am talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> Two millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. OK. What I have gathered is that you are a very disciplined human. Mm. I try. I heard. As a content creator, as an entrepreneur, it's really difficult and to always try to stay challenged and motivated. We're going to talk about wellness for all the listeners out here. Can you share a few personal strategies for maintaining motivation and productivity? Because what you kill is what you eat and what you do is, you know, and for us, we've I've always been an entrepreneur like yours. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get up. I've got to get going. You've got to do it. Yeah. I've got so many little things, little pockets of wisdom I've collected along the way. I think for starters, I mean, even just outside of any sort of content work, I think post pandemic, a lot of us are working at home. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of it is in and out of the office. And I think when talking about working at home, 
so important to establish boundaries with yourself. The first one for me has been really making sure that I don't fall asleep next to my computer and I don't wake up next to my computer because I've gone through periods of life where you really can just work whenever you want if you're running on your own schedule. And it's so important to take breaks. It's so important to set it aside and give yourself, you know, whether it's 5 p.m., 7 p.m., whatever point you're like, okay, if something comes in the inbox, like I can quickly respond. But for the most part, I'm done working for the day. I think that's so important because life goes by so quickly and the days go by so fast. And like what I've been trying to focus lately is just adding variety to my day, going out and getting coffee instead of making it at home, going on a dog walk, getting outside, like feeling the weather change, you know, like I think it's really easy to feel cooped up inside. So that's the first thing. It's just like the time boundaries. Also setting little timers. I love a 15 minute timer. If I'm trying to get something done, it's like a little game that I play with myself. It's very easy to get distracted when you work independently at home. And sometimes like I don't know. I feel like uh, even just like a handful of emails can feel daunting. And I think what we all learn as the years go by is like, just send it, like, just do it. You can take so much time telling yourself like, okay, I I can craft the perfect response, like in a bit, like not right now, you know, like this sort of feeling that we need to, I don't know, chase perfectionism and ultimately procrastinate procrastinate totally it's just mm. it's really easy to do i am not familiar with I that term i can do 50 oh things it, better in one day that i can do like two yeah i'll mm-hmm. like put the two things off but if i have a lot yeah. to do i yeah. can get it done if i yeah. have hardly anything i'm like oh totally i know i mean i do i do believe in that quote like what is it like busy feet or happy feet or something like busyness yeah. walks in half i don't know you, you guys know what i'm talking about no it's so true sometimes like the days where you have more on your plate you're just in a different mindset and you're like, I just got to do it. So I'm going to do it, you know, and I think that is really important, too. And then maybe my last one is if you're working from home on your own schedule, get dressed for the day. Really, really easy. That's to, a big one. We talk about one. this all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's so important. And even if like maybe sometimes a little bit of makeup, you know, it can go so oh, yeah. far. Oh, yeah. Listen, you know, you feel put together. You do. You do. It's really for you and shouldn't be for anyone else. I totally agree with that. Yeah. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we think we need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase busting at the seams. And I'll admit, I'm someone who packs a lot, often checks two suitcases, so I can't say I'm the best when it comes to trying to really edit down. But but with base, there's room for everything. Five t-shirts for a weekend trip? Sure, no problem. Four pairs of shoes? Why not? Honestly, I'm so obsessed with this brand that Kenna, my social media manager, got me into... And it's created by Shay Mitchell. Her mission was to make sleek, affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. What I love about them so much is that they've truly thought about everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. We're talking gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, a built-in weight indicator, which is game-changing, by the way, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you've ever wanted to keep organized. Their luggage, it comes in multiple sizes and colors, For shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super, super functional, and it even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in the cargo or overhead. They have 30,000 five-star reviews to prove it. Whether you're packing for a quick trip, looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Okay, right now, 
Base B I S is offering 15% off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash lipstick. That's B E I S T R A V E L.com slash lipstick for 15% off your first purchase. That's base travel.com slash lipstick. You talk about vision boards. Mm-hmm. What's on your vision board for 2024? I love a vision board. We love a vision board. <laughs> a vision board keeps you dreaming mm-hmm. and it keeps you manifesting. Too. Manifesting. You put it out there in the universe and you're like, yeah. this is going to happen. I'm going to put this out there and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I love making vision boards for this time of year when the new year rolls around. It might be a little cliche, but I do feel like whatever that period of time is for you. I, I, I just think it feels very, I guess, obviously it's very common to like reflect on your goals at the end of the year. So it, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't always have to be just New Year's Eve. I do like a midway point check-in as well. But for New Year's Eve, I definitely make mood boards and save them as my lock screen on my phone, uh, wallpaper on my computer. And sometimes it'll be really, really specific or sometimes it's just vibes. Like on my vision board last year, I had a photo of like a girl indoor rock climbing because I really wanted to get into that and just figure out other hobbies that include physical activity, you know? And so even if it's just something as simple as that, looking at it every day, of course, it's going to, it's a great reminder and it's definitely a form of manifesting and attracting. And okay, what is on my vision board? I did. Oh my gosh. And I also- You have to be specific in terms of, you know, we're not, I want to be in, you know, next to the next Tom Cruise movie. I don't know. But I'm just saying like, what, what are some things that you would want for your life? Mm, I think, gosh, I feel like I'm always writing down read more, always writing it down. But the thing I've really been doing is listening to books. That is really a convenient way to be taking in information. So continuing to do that. Oh my gosh. I also, I think I often, I really, really want to prioritize my health in a way that's like to live longer and happier and healthier. I've really been trying to focus on that. And so I just feel like there's so many things that I neglect. Okay. This one maybe is like a bit, whatever, materialistic, but like, I just, I never do facials and I'm like, I got to, I got to get in there. You're speaking to the king and queen of facials over here. (laughs) It's my laugh. So, you know, and like just carving out time to do those things. And also just like figuring out exactly what vitamins I need and making sure that I'm taking them every day. You're There's, taking onus and and what you also self care because yeah. you're putting out so and you have really good energy. It's the one thing I said to my husband the night of the wise event. I was like, Claudia has really good energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean that. And you. I, I said that very. I mean, you're wise beyond your years. Pun intended. Wise. Wise. Um, I love a sneak but, of wise in there. <laughs> but no, you are. Thank I mean, you. you're. I, it's very very rare to meet someone that's your age and so focused and driven because most mm. people are trying to figure their shit out and you're like, no, 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 like I've got this and this is how I do it and I've got yeah. a plan. This is and I think that the fact that we're sitting here going, tell us how you focus, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it that's yeah. admirable. But mm. I think that that's that focus is something that around the new year we all want to mm-hmm. try I, to realign. That reminds me too, a big one or just like a big priority for me lately has been just making sure, you know, obviously it's so fun to, I don't, I don't know, figure out ways to obviously stay motivated and and work hard and all those things are so important. I don't know if it's like 
an age thing where maybe like my late 20s are hitting me, but I am trying to put such an emphasis on just enjoying my life too, because I have found that the more kind of like consideration and effort and TLC you're throwing into literally just like mornings with, you know, whoever you live with, with your pets, with your significant other kids, whatever, like all of that stuff feeds into the work. And if you only throw everything into the work, like you're just a shell of a human. And I've been in those phases of my life. And like, I just think it's so important to nurture both of those sides. It really is a scale. So that's a big one, definitely for the new year. Do you work out? I do. I have not been because of Cycler. (laughs) For the last two months, I've been slacking a little bit, but certainly physical activity is a big one. I mean, I've got two dogs at home, so they definitely are keeping us on our feet and we're doing morning walks or hikes. I did a hike at um, like 7 a.m. for like an hour and a half yesterday, but just, yeah, keeping up with the early mornings is great, but lots of dog walks. I love Pilates. And another thing I do if we're getting into wellness tips. I am that bitch that is like watching a movie from the rug, doing crunches and like calisthenic, just like arm rotating. Like my boyfriend always makes fun of me. Like we're standing in the kitchen having a serious conversation and I am just rotating my arms, flipping them. Like, is it weird? Speaking of your boyfriend, for the listeners who don't know who the boyfriend is, it's Billie Eilish's brother, Phineas. Is it weird to date someone so famous and so talented and so do you ever feel like because it's it's hard you know when mm. some when you're dating someone who's an artist or a musician or an actor in in the world of mm-hmm. entertainment was that shift hard it wasn't it's actually so wonderful because you know we run in so many of the same circles but ultimately do different things and so we sort of have like we share, we get to share the same language, but then still kind of have our own, you know, like our own paths. And in terms of just like the fame or notoriety or like, it's really so inspiring. And I really, really respect his opinion and his taste. And that goes both ways. And so. And will you both have extremely good reputations, which in <laughs> our world is really hard. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. No, he's, he is such a keeper and he's, like his outlook on life and his relationship to work. He's also, I mean, he's so hardworking, but in the same way, he really, really values just living like a good, peaceful life. And and whether that's, yeah, like working out and and cooking dinner and all that, like it's just, it's wonderful to, yeah, have a significant other that like has the same priorities, you know. It's so, it's so good. I mean, it's so important. Yeah. It, 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 the one thing that kind of keeps coming to my mind is, I, I know Molly and I have talked about this, and this is not a knock on millennials or mm-hmm. Gen Zers, mm-hmm. but you really are the polar opposite of most that I meet. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Both? Both. Our generation, like, we had to go to the library to research. We had to do the Dewey Decimal System. We were We had to get coffee bees. and then like go we, yeah. schlep it 74 like, blocks up on New yeah, York City. Yeah, like, I was, I was it, a PR get bitch. bitch. That is I was, not hot. Yeah, it was very much, like, my generation mm-hmm. was, like, you worked your tail off. You There was yeah. no, like, talking back. It was, it was just a different generation, and... I, as a marketing executive for years, have been interviewing and hiring people. And I'm like, oh, my God, the work ethic 
is just not the same. And I call it the Google generation because Mm. they just didn't have to go into the library and do the work and the research. And there's just a different sense. There's a sense of entitlement and there's a laziness Mm -hmm. that much more defines that generation than Mm. our generation. And it's just, it's really lovely to sit across from you right now. Like, because I'm like, why are there more people not like you of your generation? Because I've interviewed hundreds of, of, you know, men and women in in this generation, these these two generations. And it's, it is kind of incredible to me. So the reason I'm saying this is because one of the questions I want to ask is you're kind of on the cusp of both. Is there one that you identify with more or less? You guys, I feel so cusp, so cuspy, (laughs) so cuspy. And you know what? It's like, different, <laughs> even like different platforms, different people, different situations make me feel like I, I am a verse girly. <laughs> I am dipping my toes in both. When I'm on TikTok, I feel very millennial. But when I'm on Instagram, I feel more Gen Z. So I don't know where I fall. I re- Yeah, I don't know where I fall. But I do feel like if I'm thinking about maybe like the stereotypes, right? I feel like millennials are very they loved the cliches. They loved like chasing dreams, like that sort of like mystical thinking. I certainly drink that Kool-Aid and I really enjoy that part of myself. And I feel like Gen Zers are just like more like cutthroat and realistic about things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. they, they, they want you to have it all figured out. Totally. But there's like so much I appreciate about, appreciate about the Gen Z generation. I feel like this is kind of a, a random topic, but in terms of like beauty trends, let's let's talk about that. And like, as a cusping millennial, I went to middle school putting concealer on my lips because I wanted to look like Kim Kardashian, you know? And it's like, it's so cool to see Gen Zers choosing makeup trends that emphasize their natural beauty. Like I, there's, I don't, do you guys feel that way? Like millennials, I felt like it was all about like caking on the foundation. Oh, yeah. And yeah. now I'm seeing well, we kids- are- in middle school, like being like just a little tint here and oh, a little I this. Know. And I'm like, girl, yeah, that's that's what I'm yeah. doing too now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my whole life was you didn't really wear makeup as a model. Mm, it, you yeah. wouldn't, you would, it was all about your skin and your natural yeah. and just a little bit like enhanced. It mm-hmm. was never like caking on. Fi- I mean, unless maybe you were doing a show or something, right. couture even, but it was. Who's the Instagram girl, Duck, Duxbury, Duxbury, is that her name? That like Ooh. puts on her makeup. Uh, oh, oh, yes. And like you watch her videos and I'm always fascinated. I actually look at her face and I'm like, you are so gorgeous with not She's a lick skin. of makeup on. Phenomenal and then skin. She puts her, she she literally like you look at it and she, it looks like she's poured an entire <laughs> bottle of foundation on her I face. Know. And you're like, oh my God. But I, but she, she still looks beautiful, but it's yeah. unbelievable that that's like a Mm-hmm. Well, I think some of the girls like you, you know, coming up with your body care, Selena Gomez with Rare, it's it's it, Haley Bieber with Rose, like you're mm-hmm. starting to see more of the natural, more of the, you know, just your skin not covering it up and slathering it so thick that you can't even mm-hmm. see the pores. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I think Mary Phillips is really. On I was just going to say, oh, you, you just took it out of my mouth. That was exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Like her whole thing is taking your your features mm-hmm. and just like doing instead of layering it's know. it's just taking things and and i don't know like we can't I try get, to practice it i try to practice it at home and i cannot nail it oh it's so i first i just want to say we can't get through an episode a podcast episode without saying her name like it's just that yes so she i do the stick. method have yeah. you seen the stick no. mary phillips the nude sticks the nude sticks 
Is it still out? Does she still do it? I have two of them and I will never part. They sell them at Sephora. Oh, it's so good. It's like a, it's almost like a, looks almost like maroonish for contour. It's phenomenal. You guys have probably been seeing Amra Colostrum all over Instagram recently. I obviously was drawn in right away and lured by all the benefits. And I have to say, I really do love it. I'm always looking to strengthen our immunity, especially when you have little kids who are always sick. Plus, you know, when it comes to the gut, I'm constantly on the hunt for the next best thing. So what is Amra Colostrum? Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life, and it contains all the essential nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. Think of it as superfood, and it's sustainably sourced. It works in so many amazing ways. It helps reactivate hair growth and glowing skin by reducing inflammation and stimulating stem cells to produce collagen. I've really been looking so much glowier recently, and I've already started to feel a difference in my hair, which I'm honestly very pleased about. It fortifies gut health and ignites the metabolism by combating bloat so you feel lighter. It replenishes the microbiome by blocking irritants that can trigger unwanted symptoms like constipation or IBS. Amra Colostrum fuels fitness performance and recovery by harnessing the strength, mobility, and recovery support utilized by actual athletes. Colostrum has been shown to improve fitness endurance by 20%, decrease recovery time by over 50% after intense exercise. Amra Colostrum comes in powder form. I make sure to do it with cold liquids or foods. You can also dry scoop it right in your mouth. We've worked out a special offer for my audience. I'm so excited. You guys are going to love this. Amra Colostrum, 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra, A-R-M-R-A dot com slash lipstick. Use code lipstick. You guys are going to get 15% off your first order. That's tryarmra, T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot com slash lipstick. You've seen it all over Instagram. I promise you it is it is a real deal. This is the first thing you get, the first nutrition we receive in life. And it it really does have so many essential nutrients. You guys are going to love it. Okay, so I'm using Say Beauty. Love mm-hmm. that brand. Yeah. It's a clean makeup brand. And they have this cream bronzer that oh, comes I love. in this flat Sun little... T- yes, that so one. So good. And I just use a fluffy brush. And that's the first thing that's going on my face. Just warming everything up. Insane. Contouring. Thank you. And then just like... I. Uh, I don't know why these words are coming to my mind, but a light dusting of foundation. Once yeah. again, fluffy brush. The fluffy and just like blurring so it over. Explain what the fluffy does for our listeners. I think it's just, I want the layers to be as thin as possible mm-hmm. these days. Because I've also found that like, because I grew up in the generation where you would put an entire coat of foundation on and then all of your powder, bronzers, powder, this, powder, that, you know, and... It just, everything just looks so dry and matte. And And you scratch your face and all of a sudden you can see like the three layers of makeup. Yes. Yes. And then the day goes by and all of the face face expressions that you've made are sunken into your makeup. You know, I think that's a big thing for me is I'm starting to see wrinkles and fine lines on my face. And I now avoid foundation in certain areas of my face around my smile lines because I know it's going to build up, you know? And so... I think lighter layers obviously helps with that. So I'm always just using like a really light hand, whether it's, yeah, just like my ring finger patting something in or just using a fluffy brush to 
kind of create like that airbrush. Yeah, and that's what she feel. says. That's what Mary Phillips says is the airbrush. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't follow Mary Phillips, follow Mary Phillips because she's just we're obsessed with her. We're obsessed with her. She okay, gets. it's the nudies matte blush. Oh. And it's either in the nude or bareback. They did different packaging now, but it's so good. And she's using that for contour. She uses it's that like on her bronze too. Could she uses be. that in a video for sure. It could be this though. Hold she on. She uses the beach one too. Yeah, look at the nudies bronze. Could be more okay. in the bronze. Have you gotten that palette, the makeup for everyone? I haven't it's yet. It's so good. Oh, Is it so good? We'll I should be hearing it about it. It's, it's so, good. so good. Okay. Okay, let's talk about beauty and then we'll get the cycler. <laughs> What's your favorite foundation? Favorite foundation is the Armani Silk, Luminous People Silk love that. foundation. Love it. I love it. I know my shade and it's just like when you know, you know, and it works yeah. and I just don't need and to. it stays on. Yeah. That's and great. you still see your skin. Yes. And I've been using it I do like the matching, the corresponding concealer, but honestly, I've been using the foundation as essentially concealer. concealer. Yeah. So I love that. Days. Sometimes it's like a little bit of a sheer yeah. concealer. Yeah. What about lip? Okay, lip. I'm loving, well, if you're looking at my lip right now, I've got some stitches going on. So <laughs> I couldn't really do anything crazy. But love a lip liner. Charlotte Tilbury, of course. Pillow yeah. Talk. Anything from that collection any shade and honestly lip gloss lip liner and lip gloss is my vibe what do you love a lip gloss so i'll do the road tinted peptide Mm -hmm. lip tint situation love those i love the merit lip glosses like the little ones the jellies yes those are great kosa's has really great like tinted lip oils Oils. i love their lip oils Mm -hmm. yeah i just really like shiny lips i think either it's the way that i'm talking for sometimes too totally the way I talk well, or the something. The whole Aquaphor trend is yeah. real. You can yeah. use it on to make your mascara kind of glisten, top of your yeah. eyelids, gloss, yeah. little hit on the highlighter. Yeah. I love an Aquaphor. I've also been into brown mascara. You've I'm wearing brown it. mascara okay, right now. So I want you, Westman Atelier and okay. brown. You have to try it. Okay. You will okay. love it. All right. I'm we'll wearing like right a now. YSL one right now. Try oh, the I want so you. Good. and It's the red okay. tube, not the gold and the black. The red okay. one. It's beautiful. It just, it looks, sometimes black mascara just looks too severe on the eyes. And yeah, brown is just natural in the way And are there any treatments, body treatments besides the one you've created Mm -hmm. that you love to go and do? Ooh, dry brushing. Exfoliation on the body, I feel like often gets overlooked and you really need to exfoliate your body. And that just goes for like any sort of acne on the skin because you're, yeah, you're, you're building up just so much oil and dirt on your body, sweat, of course. So I like dry brushing. I'm into LED light masks for the face. Is there a favorite? I'm using the Thera face one right now, mm-hmm. which is it. like on crack. It's so intense. It has like a massaging feature, which I don't use too often. I think maybe we've talked about this. I don't know. If it no, is. we talked about it. I just said, I'm like, I literally just got it. And you're like, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I have um, to try it. I haven't tried it yet. strong. Yeah. So we like that because it's, it's working. What think. about cold plunging? <laughs> any cryo? Okay. Yes. You're not a facial person, but. Okay. Think- yes. We are. Yes. Phineas and I are big sauna plungers. That is like, that is an investment that we made this year that has like changed our days. I mean, and here's the thing is like with cold plunging that you can do, you can cold plunge in your shower by just taking a really cold shower. I am such a fan of cold plunging for just like my nervous system. It's forcing your body to get uncomfortable and learn how to cope with very immediate, like 
environmental stress. And Almost so like it, fight or flight. It can totally. calm. And so it just helps you tackle everything else with so much, I don't know, just from like a better, calmer place. Yeah. And I'm the endorphins you get are like, I'm, I don't want to butcher like the percentages, but cold punching is awesome. Awesome. And then, yeah, saunaing is great too. So, yeah. Cycler. Cycler, you guys. Oh my God. So good. <laughs> it's so good. It's her oh, hero product. Just one. It's mm-hmm. in a glass beetle. It smells. T- tell us everything. Okay. So. And I just want to know it's pronounced C-Y-K-L-A-R. Oh, thank you. So Cycler, the word itself is sort of a play on the word cycle because I wanted to create a product or a collection of products eventually that basically just like keeping your packaging, keeping your product in cycle, keeping the cycle going. So you'll notice right away the vessel is very simple, very minimalistic. It's just a glass vessel with a heavy fully aluminum metal cap. And there's like a sticker on the bottom with the necessary information. But I wanted it to be very functional and chic so that once you're done with your body cream, for starters, you can feel encouraged to use it for whatever you want. This packaging, this vessel, it's meant to last forever and be rewashed and refilled. I'm launching compostable refills very, very, very soon this calendar year, which I'm really excited about. And so people will get to hold on to their vessel and order a compostable refill. And so, yeah, I just... And it's super hydrating. It's yeah, so it's hydrating. so good. And it the, smells good. What are the scents in there? Yeah. So the scent is called Crescent, which is the name of the street that I grew up on. And my home was surrounded by like forests. And so I knew I wanted a lot of like the base notes to be very woodsy. There's cedar, moss in there. And that's sort of like the scent you're left with. But upon applying it, you'll also smell some citrus and some florals in there too. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to sort of have this like nice balance. But it's such a good balance because it's not like... It's not too it's musky. Not it's not too feminine. It's just like the perfect in between. Um, Did it take a long time to come up with a formula? Yes. So many iterations. And I think, I mean, we're just now like living in a time where we all have so many resources to look up ingredients, look up ingredient lists and and what they do. And so it was really important for me to create something that was vegan, cruelty-free, silicone-free, paraben-free, so like, for, you know, free all of all things. of the things that I'm avoiding when I'm personally shopping for products. And also just making a product that doesn't leave your skin feeling greasy or oily. That's huge for me yeah. with body cream because often I'm putting it on before I go to bed and like having you don't your stick legs to your slime up against each other. Yeah, that's gross. exactly. So it's fast absorbing. It and feels then, silky. Like your hands feel. Mm-hmm. Guys rubbed it all over my hands. They feel yeah. silky. Yeah, yeah it's got this like satin. But there's no residue. It's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. So there's niacinamide in there as well as banana flower extract, which is an upcycled ingredient because normally the flour is discarded when we harvest bananas, but it has so many wonderful hydrating properties, antioxidants, and also prickly pear extract is in there. It's a desert cactus flower, and it helps aid your skin's natural exfoliation process. That skin cell turnover. So while it's hydrating your skin, it's also helping your skin like renew itself. Yeah. So... I actually would love that as a scent. You should do an oil. You should do like a, a, should oil. Do like a fragrance. Yeah. I really want to. That, it's, it's just so, such a pretty. I would wear that as like a little like fragrance. It smells mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. Yeah. My favorite is like I've got lots of guy friends that have been so supportive through all of this, which has meant so much because 
Cycler, the intentions have always been to make make it a genderless brand from the aesthetic to, you know, making sure it's made for all skin types and also the scent being gender neutral. And so getting like the cosign from the boys being I like, I smell like Cycler tonight. Like, it's so sweet. It's good, though. <laughs> it's so I, good. I love that it's not... I don't love when things are too floral, too no. feminine. I yeah. love that kind of. Well, there's know. a warmth to there's it. There's a warmth to it. That's exactly it's, what it's it is. Like it's grounding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have more product. Yes, we are. Okay, good. Yes. Okay. We always do a little rapid fire here on Lipstick on the Rim. Yeah. Salty or sweet? Oh my gosh. In this phase of life, salty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Night in or night out? Night in. Text, call, FaceTime. FaceTime, 100%. Next place you want to travel? I think Japan. I mean, I really, really want to go to Japan. I always hear incredible things about it. Are you a morning person or a night person? Morning person. Is Phineas morning or night? He, I would say, is also morning. Like, we really prioritize our mornings. And, like, our mornings are, like, very sacred. Like, we have our routine. We, you know, we're, we're not on our phones. We do our dog walk, all of that. And I think it just, like, sets us up for, like, a good day. day. Yeah. Your favorite cuisine? Favorite cuisine. Oh my God. Okay. There is, I'm, okay, this is a sweet thing. I'm thinking of specifically Paul's chocolate cake from all time. <laughs> That's very niche. But if you're ever on the east side, you need to go to all time and you need to get the Paul's chocolate cake. It's insane. It it's amazing. got flaky salt on top. Oh, love I, I'm now salt. like, wait, maybe I'm a sweet person over salty. Is that a cuisine? A type of dessert? Uh, uh, dessert. We're getting that. Yeah, we're, I, I love that. like that Maldron salt, like that flaky um, salt. Yes. Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube? Oh my gosh. Um, Pick your baby. I know, Claudia. I know, I know. I mean, I have to say YouTube 100%. I mean, it's so back now. I mean, even with my kids watching mm. the YouTube shorts, I mean, I find myself I'm more of an Instagram, but I yeah. definitely, I've, you know, I think, I think we're coming out of short form content. I think people are wanting a little bit more. Right. Yeah. I think right. they're wanting a little bit more, not just quick, mm-hmm. quick takeaway. So I even find myself like I follow this woman named Violette and mm-hmm. I love her long form content explaining how she did something or mm-hmm. What inspiration and yeah. it just, I don't know. It seems like a little bit sometimes more fulfilling. I'm definitely feeling that shift too. I mean, everything swings on a pendulum. And I feel like during COVID, TikTok was so huge and it was, it was huge. the thing. I, yes, everyone loved watching it. And I mean, you, you can feel it within yourself too. Like you're saying, you're just craving for something that just maybe holds a bit more whatever information. If it's bringing you joy, like I just... This, the scrolling on TikTok and like, I just love having something playing so I can go do something else. You know what I mean? Like have a YouTube video playing on my phone or listening to a podcast. I just think like the fact that you have to be so on your phone when you're watching short form content, I think it's a bit exhausting. I think it's, I think it's truly exhausting. And I think, I don't know, it just like created shorter attention spans too. I know. I think that's the biggest thing. Coffee or tea? <laughs> okay, matcha, so tea. Mm. Mm-hmm. Favorite cocktail? Mm. I am such a mezcal girl. Like if I'm going to go all out and do like a cocktail, I'm going to do mezcal. I love, it. I love just that burnt tire gasoline. It's <laughs> oh, so funny. It's so good. And then I've been trying to force myself to get into martinis because they're so chic. They are okay. chic. I can't do a martini. Chic. I can. I can, but I'm going to... I'm not good at I'm going to suffer through it a little bit, Yeah. yeah. 
What's your superpower? My superpower is, I think, making people feel very comfortable and safe with me. I would say that is very accurate. Very accurate. We always ask every guest Mm. if they could give advice to your ten-year-old self. What would it be? Ten-year-old Claudia. Ten-year-old self. Oh my gosh! Follow your instinct. Trust yourself, and I think that's the most important thing. And don't worry about what anyone else is doing. There is so much space in the world and in every industry to, you know, find your find your spot. And I think just comparison is so unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. There's space for everyone. You're, You're amazing. amazing. <laughs> How did you we need to talk to your parents? What did they do yeah, to raise you so honestly, well? Give us some tips. Are you yeah, close I to am, yeah, my mom anyway. just visited me for my my little lip surgery. I just had to get what happened? You were telling you had almost a, like a cyst, right? Yeah, it was I had a so we have glands, salivary glands in our mouths. And if a gland gets blocked, whether you bit your lip or it can happen on its own, like a pocket will basically form mm-hmm. and it happened under the muscle. Oh. So I had to get it removed. And mm-hmm. then it just like the way that it healed, my surgeon was like, let's perfect it. And so he just you're never, a snip, you, a you're stitch. never gonna see it. No. Once it so, once it heals, you'll never you'll never yeah. see it. Actually yeah. the 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 lip heals very quickly. It really does. Mm-hmm. I know. This is like day four. I'm Oh, it's only day four. Oh, I'm like ready. Fall off. I know they're going to fall done. right off. Yeah. And then you'll be wearing a red lip. Okay. Follow her at Claudia Salewski. It's C-L-A-U-D-I-A-S-U-L-E-W-S-K-I. Instagram, YouTube, mm-hmm. TikTok. All, the all same. of it. Yeah. Follow Billy and Phineas because of Claudia. We will see you guys next week. See you next see week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Amisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.